Hello everyone, this is Bobbin Threadbear, and welcome back to Fighting in Harmony, a Lancer campaign. Where we last left off, the vanguard of the revolution took out one of the Basian warlords, something of an untrustworthy pirate type, one Alaki Lacadamon. She put into port she and her entire crew were drugged by a copious amount of hard drugs until finally she was isolated enough for Alan to take his shot. Sadly, he was shot in return and picked up a burden in the process. However, everyone, including the uh, Peter's crew, who incidentally murdered a a lot of the other pirates in their sleep escaped the island of Ithaca safely and went back to Peter's homeland of Neonaxos. But now, for today's session, we must skip forward a ways to a moment in time in which the three of you are sitting in your mechs in a very fancy-looking arena. There's a central landmass, and from it are radiating eight smaller landmasses, four of which touch the edges of the arena, the other four of which are isolated on peninsulas. Across from you are staring three mechs, which appear to be nothing more than bits of scrap and reused mech parts cobbled together into something resembling a new and previously unseen design. And to explain how we got here, we must flash back. You traveled to the island of Ivia, which is the homeland of Ericles Zephsios. The capital city of this island is uh, Neohania, which, until recently, has been a junkyard of decommissioned, destroyed, and otherwise useless bits of broken mechs. For all the wars and raids and punitive actions that take place in base consistently over the years, Something has to happen to all of the mechs that get destroyed each and every time this happens. And so they went to Evia. And for a long time, the locals have treated it as essentially a resource supply. Broken down mechs are towed and dumped in this particular corner of the island and people make what they can out of the scrap heap. But according to Peter Palemos, things changed when Heracles took over. Heracles proved himself to be something of a genius in using the scrap heap to create new mechs, usable mechs, mech designs that could actually stand up in combat against other non-scrap designs and with the power of 
his creations at their back, the people of Evia slowly began to subdue and conquer their neighbors. While in previous decades, the people of Evia had been traditionally a subject of those more powerful around them. And so with this in mind, and the piles of scalded, twisted metal around you, you found Heracles Zephsios sitting on what can only be described as a throne of scrap. Various bits of metal have been twisted around to create this grand metal sculpture behind him, and the uh, center of the throne is actually appears to be a mostly intact pilot seat and after you spoke with him for a time he sat back before standing up and saying so you are brave for being pig fucker invaders to ask Ereclesefsios to bend the knee when of course he can do no such thing but I must admit that I am intrigued by your offer it would be quite welcome to get my hands on some real mech parts and to show the world show the galaxy what Ericles Zephsios is truly capable of. And so I will give you this. We shall have a wager. If you win, I will indeed join this resistance and heed the word of Peter Polemos. But if I were to win, then Peter Polemos will have to listen to me. Yes? We shall have to see how you and I can agree moving forward. And for this, I can think of nothing better than a mech battle. I shall even give you a handicap. Since you are three, I will only fight you in three of my mechs. Let us see what these foreign designs you are so proud of can really do. I bet. Flashback ends, and we reveal ourselves in the various corners of the arena. As far as you are aware, all three of the enemy mechs are currently being piloted by Ericles Zephsios himself. Hmm. Neat. Alright. The stands of this arena are packed to the gills with his various followers, supporters, and fans. Firing a weapon that will damage the stands, therefore, is considered a no-no. <laughs> well, be sure not to turn 180 degrees and fire my Gatling gun the entire time at any point. Okay, who's going to turn into Majin Vegeta in this fight? Uh, me. I'm a good boy. That might be something I have to watch out for because my railgun just uh, is a line, <laughs> line weapon. So, 
Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> Noted. In any event, there are a couple more things you should know. First of all, the water here is fairly deep, but thanks to your retrofits, you are able to go across the surface. However, it will still be difficult terrain to cross a uh, blue hex rather than a green one. Which means twice movement? Yes. Secondly, all of the trees around here. If there is a tree between you and your target, that target has soft cover. You may also notice some brown spikes. If the hex that the base of a brown spike is in is between you and your target, that target has hard cover. That being said, based on the layout, it probably won't be too much of an issue unless you actively jump into the stands or something. They're mostly around the edges of the arena. Yeah, it looks like there's not a single one close to the middle, which kind of sucks, but also I get it. It is what it is. But with all that being said and done, it is a PC turn. Mind if I take it? Yeah, sure. I don't know what I need to... I don't know what I'm going to be doing first anyway, so... Getting close to me. Which is to say, I'm going to spend basically my entire turn getting very close to you. Okay, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, boost. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm there now. Please try and get within my bubble as quickly as possible. I will explain the bubble as soon as you enter it. And I will spend my other quick action to activate my new system, the Argonaut Shield. Hmm, actually. Okay, no, you have to be adjacent when I activate it, I believe. I don't know, let me get a ruling from Bobbin on this one. Can I just throw it up and then you can walk into and out of my zone? The effect lasts until your target breaks adjacency. So if they have no adjacency, I would say it does not take effect. Okay, well in that case, what is the range on my firearms? Can you ready it to go off when I get close, when I get adjacent to you? That That is the thing you can do. Yeah, that's too far away for me to do. So, sure, I will just ready the Argonaut shield then. Cool. And that'll be it. That's it for me. Alright, NPC turn. The one that's farthest away starts moving. And let's see here. Just double check a few things. Okay. So first thing he's going to do is deploy a turret into, let's say, this water square. Hex. They're hexes. All right, there's now a turret. And let's see, their range is one, two, three. All right, you're still out of range for the turret, but not for the flak cannon. Oh, love that. Glad I decided not to overclock. Which he fires at John Luke, seeing as John Luke is in range. That is 17, and that is targeting your E-Defense. Oh, that very much beats my E-Defense. All right, you take three kinetic damage. Alrighty, I've got armor one, so that goes down to two. Oh, yes, I have soft cover. 
because of Skirmisher 1. At the start of my turn, I gain soft cover. You lose this cover if you attack or force another character to make a save, which I did not. Does that affect this? I believe that cover does still affect uh, smart weapons, but I will double check. Cover any ranged attack. That would include this, because it's not a tech attack. It's just It just targets your E-defense. All righty. All right, so that's only a 12, then. To hit. Well, my E-defense is still a 6. Fair enough. Incidentally, you also had soft cover because there was a tree between the two of you. Anyway, that's movement and two quick actions, so next PC. I will say that if two of your hexes are in the water, then you are moving at half speed. All right, so one... Two, three, four. Yeah, that's good. All right. I still want to try and get closer to the mechs. I'm going to boost. So here's the thing. Here's a, here's a new cool thing I am capable of. Because of my new house guard talent, uh, I count as adjacent if you're within two of me. Oh, okay. So two, three. Specifically for allies. By the way, Colin, because you are now adjacent to me, you have soft cover from all directions. Okay. And you have plus one accuracy on any mech skill checks and saves because of bonded. <laughs> and now that you are within range of me, Argonaut Shield goes off which means that you have resistance to all damage until you break adjacency. But you take half the damage they would. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, because I've got house card three, if uh, I reduce damage to an allied character once per round, I can deal two energy damage to the attacker and knock them prone. Okay. So, please... Somebody shoot Connor. I want it. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to overcharge just to move up another hex so that I can get someone within my sensor range. I will say, guy on the left is 10, center and right are both 11. Actually, the top one's 12. That means I'll have to move two hexes, but that means that. But I'll still be adjacent to you because of that. So, yeah, um. You know, I want to be in the danger zone anyway, so that way Nuclear Cavalier goes off, because I have fun stuff that happens when uh, I inflict heat now. So, I will go ahead and overcharge. Oh, in addition to soft cover, you also have hard cover because of me. And I believe if that counts towards my frame trait, you also have me as hard cover. So we are giving hard cover to each other. Mm, no, it's specifically as it applies to my traits, talents, systems, and weapons. Okay, all right. Well then, in that case, I think I'm within range of this guy here. You are eight hexes away. All right, so question regarding my uh, manufacturer deal. 
are scanning these part of that, or are, is it just, like, the main boss of the mission that counts? It is specifically about the, uh, what do you call them? Oh, the harmonic choirs. Harmonic choir mechs. Those are what you have been called out to do. However, if you want, you can use the scanning tech action in order to get stats, which I have not given you. Yes. I'm going to lock on to this guy here. Okay, lock on is something else. Yes, I know. I specifically need to lock on in order to do hacking stuff. I need to hit with a tech attack that consumes lock on in order to... uh to do fun stuff for with invade hey up curiosity do i count as a harmonic choir mech now <laughs> no they have oh. your stats okay. okay well does horus have my stats yes oh okay <laughs> all right so i believe that's my entire turn you moved boosted boosted again with overcharge and then locked on Yes. So I have reactions, which I have reactions out the wazoo, but I have reactions. Um, but you have to wait for other people to act before you can yes. react. Yes. So, turn is done. Alright, in that case, the upper left mech is going to take their turn. Its turn. Let's see here. Yeah, why not? So... Immediately after lock-on is applied, that mech vanishes and then reappears partially inside of the Gorgon. You are being telefragged. Hmm. Hmm. You must succeed on an agility save. Oh, God. Okay. Bad news for Colin. You have one accuracy for this because we are bonded. All right. Yours target is 10. Well, I need to roll a little bit better than average then. Or a little bit worse than average, excuse me. My agility is zero. Let me see if there's anything I can do here with all my millions of reactions. Does this count as, or rather, would soft or hard cover matter for this? No. This is not an attack roll. Okay. I think Snickersnack would technically go off, but Snickersnack ne in order for Snickersnack to go off, I need to take damage specifically. I did that incorrectly last time, so uh, I'll roll the agility save, see what happens, and if I fail and take damage, I will shoot him with my big gun. Oh, hey, I succeeded. Alright, 14. On a success, you take half damage. Oh, okay, I can still shoot him, then. That is... Two energy damage, armor piercing. Do I have resistances? You have resistance to all damage from me. Ah! So, one damage. One damage is still enough to, to activate my shit. I also take one damage. Oh, nope, I don't go down to one. I go down to nine. <laughs> Excuse you. And, um... At that point, that activates House Guard 3. I reduce damage to an allied character. It says deal 2 energy damage to the attacker and knock them prone. This wasn't an attack, so it doesn't count? 
is it not an attack? Because if it's not an attack, I technically can't do Snickersnack. I would say that if it calls out an attack roll or the phrase attack, but then it wouldn't count. But if it only says attacker, that this was a form of attack. Okay. A form of aggression. Once per round, when you reduce damage to an allied character, comma, cancel an attack against them, comma, or cause one to miss, comma, you may deal two energy damage to the attacker and knock them prone. Yep, I'd say that qualifies. All right, take two energy and get knocked prone. Do I not take damage then? No, you do. Okay. The damage has to be reduced, which means that a source of damage has to be applied to you. And it does not call out an attack. It just says hostile character within range of the purple gun and line of sight deals damage to an allied character. I am an allied character. So this thing is going to hopefully get fucked up real bad. That is a 13 to hit. Does it attack normal? Why do you have accuracy? Because he's prone. Oh, because he's prone. Oh, I still get accuracy anyway? Okay, cool. Yeah, prone is worth one accuracy. All right, cool. So I don't have to undo that. It deals eight damage. Oh, wait, I also had lock on, doesn't... No, I don't want to spend that lock on. Never mind. And how much damage did... Uh... Did I deal? Did you deal? Two energy. Okay. I do not. I'm not in the danger zone, and I don't think this counts as a weapon attack, so it's not no. showing up as burn anyway. All right. In that case, eight damage brings us back up to eight, and you have treaded his first structure. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that is a 20 on a D20, a 2 on a D6. All right. System damage causes one of the uh, operator's systems to break down. I'll get rid of this one. Actually, I'm not sure I can. It's a trait. I'll get rid of this. Oh, invade doesn't require a lock-on. Oh, well. Hmm. Now you know. Yep. Anyway, so, uh, yes, the system you destroyed is the one that allows it to teleport instead of moving. Cool! That's actually no. very handy. No, actually, please continue doing that. I love just fucking annihilating you in exchange for taking one damage. It kind of rules. <laughs> well, actually, the the teleportation that just happened was the operator's full action so it will spend its movement to stand back up but that's the end of its turn that's right that was that was its turn <laughs> so much shit that we did happen but i thought i forgot whose turn it was uh, okay so being adjacent to me rules now yes this is not an accurate ruling ruling measurement but Either way, I'm just slightly out of that guy's range, and if I move, I can't fire my real big gun in the same turn. So, um, bad news for that guy. 
bad news for you, chum. That's what you get for jumping in front. So let's see. Four, five, six. You're a lot faster than I thought you were. I, uh, yeah. This is a speedy mech, and I have two points in agility. I have a speed of six. I have five points in agility, and you're as fast as I am. The fuck? Speed, speed mech. Estimate. You got the huge fucking rail gun. I figured you'd be kind of like slow because you just hunker down and fire gigantic shots from over the horizon. I'm a little taken aback. I can only fire it every other turn. Yeah. No, I'm going to target this guy with my brand new soul pattern laser rifle. Fire your laser rifle. Yeah, that's an eight. That's a range of eight. So I'm in range of that dude. All right. But you, you do have a tree in between you. So that's soft cover. But I get accuracy for just being me. Let's see. Yeah, that's uh, 1d6 and 1 burn energy damage. Just one to roll range attack rolls. Yeah, I'm going to shoot at him. Uh, so what's the thing for... I think soft cover is one difficulty, which would just cancel your one automatic accuracy. And if you want, you can consume the lock-on that I have on this guy to grant yourself one accuracy. Hmm. I'll just fire it. Just fire it clean. Okay. Fuck him up, sea bass. Okay, well, it's a 17. 17 to hit. Yeah, that beats his evade. Four energy and one burn. One burn. That's powerful. And then I have... I take a heat. All right. So that was movement and an action. Or full action. And mark that heat. That was... A quick action. Yeah. Yeah. That was a skirmish. You can boost if you want to move again. You can skirmish with another weapon. Uh, You can prepare. I think, actually, I will attempt to hide. You do need to have cover from the uh, people you're hiding from. So from your current location, you could not hire from the north guy, but you could hide from the northeast guy and the Northwest guy. Hold on, let me check something. Actually, I can, because of Infiltrator. Oh wait, no, no, wait, no, that, that ends. I would have to move into cover afterwards. Yeah. And I did an action other than move, hide, or boost. I am not invisible. So actually, I will use that section action to boost. Fair enough. So that's uh, three, four. Does this seem good? Or do I need to be like next to you, next to you? Within two spaces of me. Okay, so this is fine. If you actually, if you move here instead, then I'm able to advance without breaking adjacency on Colin, which would keep the Argonaut shield up and running. So that's five and six. Yep. I would also say that if you wanted to end your turn in a space with a tree in it, that does count as cover from all angles. I also count as soft cover from all angles. I count as hard cover, and as long as you're adjacent to me. All right, just making sure. Every- or I could overcharge, actually. You could. You've got hardcover right now. 
Yes, I could overcharge and use that to hide, and then... Oh. Hard cover is sufficient to hide as long as it is large enough to totally conceal you, but soft cover is only sufficient if you are completely inside an area or zone that grants soft cover, which you are, because I'm huge, despite not being huge. I am huge. Actual. Can we get a ruling on this? If I hide now, would I still be hidden? So I can hide even in plain sight of enemies so long as I'm in cover. By the time I end my turn, I'm still hidden. That in mind, I'll give it to you. Okay, then I'm going to overcharge. Otherwise, I, I would have to consider line of sight on top of cover. Spider. That's probably very unsettling to watch from like an outside perspective is just to see this little mech suddenly scramble like halfway over the battlefield, shoot this dude with a laser beam and he catches on fire and then hide behind this gigantic nightmare of a mech. <laughs> yep. But if you are all out of actions, it is an NPC turn. I have exhausted every possible action. In which case, it is northeast big dude's turn. Speed of three, so that's gonna do one, two, three. He is huge and has huge guts. I'm going to splatter his guts. Rip and tear. And let's see here. And sensor range is. Oh, yeah. He can get you guys. He's just out of sensor range for me. Shit. Yeah, any one of you. Yeah, all things considered. Going to target the Tokugawa with a quick tech action. Oh, by me. Targeting anybody else would be better. Uh, you kind of like. You kind of like turned that one mech into, uh, well, even more scrap. Because based on your location, armament, and relative designs, you are the most likely to move. Yeah. I cannot do Snickersnack again. That is a one-time-per-round thing. So even though I have two reactions, I can't do it again. It's fine. That is an 11 to hit with a tech attack. Uh, my E-defense is 6. All right, then. You are being affected by drag down. On a success, you will take two armor-piercing energy damage per space that you voluntarily move until the mm. end of his next turn. Two per space I voluntarily move? Armor piercing. Got it. Got it. You got it. For the other action, he is going to use the mobile printer. Or wait, no, he can't. That's a protocol. Hmm. Yeah, and he does want to move before using it, so... All right, I guess I'll just use the Graviton Lance. Okay, <laughs> might as well. Fine. Wait fine. a minute, I know I'll that. Just know that. use the Graviton Lance. I'm thinking of Tachyon Lance. I was about to say, uh, that's going to hurt. Right. The Gorgon is in range, and Alan's mech is hidden on top of that. So, yeah, going to go after you. Uh, I have soft cover, correct? And hard. Oh, and hard. Okay. I count as both. Neat. All right. I will account for that. 12 to hit. 
evasion? Yeah, yeah, my evasion's only eight. My evasion's crap. I'm very big. I'm very slow. All right. Well, speaking of which, you take two energy damage and you are slowed until the end of. And that's reduced to one. One energy damage. Next turn. Energy damage. Yes. And then I take another one. I go down to eight. All right. That's the extent of his actions. So, turn order flips. DC turn. Anyone can go. I would like to go. I would like to go because if you move your body, you will break adjacency and I will have to spend a quick action in order to put it back on. Specifically the Arcanaut shield. I wasn't going to move. Oh, if you're not going to move, then that's another story. I'm just going to fuck up this guy's entire day. Tim. What's left of that guy? Yeah, what's left of that guy? Yeah, he's like, uh, he's kind of fucked up and it's also on fire. I'm going to use my new main mount, the Unraveler. So this is, this is weird. What does that do? <laughs> so I can fire it at any time. It deals 2d6 energy damage. However, if it would not deal enough damage to destroy it or to take at least one structure damage, it only does reliable two even on a hit. It has always has reliable two, but if I don't deal enough to deal at least a structure damage or to destroy it, it only does a reliable two. So it's the opposite of a 3D printer. Pretty much. So I'm going to go ahead and roll that. I'm just going to roll for the Vorpal Gun stats because it's going to be the same thing essentially the same and I forgot to set it up for in my uh, character sheet. I'll do that after we're done here tonight. So here goes the Unraveler. I am going to consume my lock-on so I will get a uh, do a uh, one accuracy here. Holy shit! Okay. Um, That seems good. Let me roll another d6 just in case I get a higher than a four. Gotta roll both d6s again. Oh, you have to roll bo- both d6s? Okay. Let me see if I get higher than a 10. Probably not. No. So, yeah, that's 10 kinetic damage. Unless for some reason it did not have 10 hit points left. Mm hmm. Oh, it, it didn't. But uh, there is one little wrinkle. It's called self erasure. Uh, it's called You Didn't Win. It unravels a bit more energetically than you would hope for. Okay. And all characters adjacent to the operator when it takes uh, when this takes place must succeed on an agility save or take four energy damage. And I know you want to use those uh, fancy reactions of yours, but I'd recommend against it because it's already dead. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's the, the, I wasn't going to do the Vorpal Gun. That's, <laughs> that's the only reaction I have access to right now because I haven't done any of the other stuff that uh, that gives me reactions. So, agility save, you said? Yes. Okay. You get an accuracy for this. So roll another d6. Yes. Hell yeah. 14. That takes you over the threshold. You only take two energy damage. Goes down to one. Goes down to one. Well, it gets divided between the two of you, I would. Yes. 
And yes, I will remove the token from the map because it is gone. It is completely gone. It is not even wreckage. It is utterly gone. Goodbye. Um, if I so... it, has, it has energetically removed itself from this reality. I just... I love the idea of just, like, this playing out in real real time. In the span of, like, maybe ten seconds, this thing jumped into the fray, immediately got lit up by everyone, went, no, fuck you, and just exploded. Well, not so much exploded, it's just, like, destroyed a particular sphere of reality around itself. I'm leaving so hard, all of you are going to regret it. <laughs> so it's like let's fucking go to gg and then just, just gg easy <laughs> gg no re re is impossible in this case <laughs> we got a quick action on your movement i'm going to unleash my ai skilla cilia i keep forgetting how to pronounce that skyla skyla i'm going to unleash skyla among other options, as it turns out. Until the start of your next turn, you gain two special reactions that allow you to skirmish in response to one of the following triggers. I'm going to choose a character takes makes an attack against you or an allied character within range three of you. I'm also going to overcharge again, because I kind of do want to be in the danger zone. So let me roll that d3. Do bear in mind that we have looked up the rules and the overcharge penalty keeps stacking in future encounters. Does it? Yes. Okay, never mind then. I'm not going to overcharge. I'm not going to do my other reaction. The, my other thing that lets me get reactions. Screw that, actually. That's not what I want to do. Take all that shit back. If you don't want to move, you're done. If I move one this way, like if I just move here, will that still fuck you up? question is, I guess, what part of your mech has to be within range? At least one hex. Any of the three hexes? Yeah. Up to nine mechs can be adjacent to the Gorgon, so in response, any hex of the Gorgon can be within adjacency to someone two hexes away. Cool. cool. So yeah, that's, that is a valid position you just moved right. into. I'm going to move here uh, because that will put the big guy in my scanner range, I believe. Big guy. Two big guys. That is my turn. Incidentally, uh, Skyler's response to being turned on was, How unfair of them to demolish themselves to harm you. And how futile. Yeah, it barely did anything. Unmade reality around me and all it did was scratch the paint. NPC turn. Very fucking monster machita of him. Alright. North guy's turn. North guy is going to use the power deployer. But first... Sounds like a hair metal band. <laughs> gotta do things in the right order. Protocol. The pre-deployed turret basically puffs up with this hovercraft skirt and starts boating towards you guys. <laughs> they can move up to three spaces in any direction. I've done so. And so then, Mech is going to move one, two, three. 
and then as I said, use the power deployer to deploy two more turrets. Okay. That's not damage, so I can't. Interesting. On the engineer's turn, deploy turrets, attack the nearest hostile character within range 10. Guess who the nearest hostile character is? I sure am. Damn it, they're out of my range of my Vorpal gun. I else remember hearing a lot about like hovercrafts in the late 90s and the early <clears throat> 2000s and then just nothing? Yeah, I remember that. wonder what happened. Like, here's city, or here's country's new hovercraft, or here's new hovercraft being shown off, and then just like all of a sudden hovercrafts just kind of stopped existing. I wonder if it was like a Hindenburg-like accident that we just forgot about or something. No, it's just that they weren't quite as cool as everyone thought they would be. Hmm. Anyway, all of them are attacking the Gorgon. I believe the Gorgon still has hardcover. Hard and soft. They overlap, just so you know. Okay. Since I am being attacked, I can use my reaction to do a skirmish twice in one round. So, um, let me go ahead and do that. I, I think the order of operations is they still attack me first and then I attack them, so you can go ahead and, uh... Yeah. Rolled my dice, got an 8, 9, and a 13. Those all hit. If they're targeting evasion. Yes. Nothing surprising and each of them deals four kinetic damage so each of them deals four. Each. Oh, okay you don't you don't have to so and that's halved mm -hmm. so both of you take six uh real quick how does armor apply to that they, they would apply to each one separately before or after resistance i believe it is before resistance so, but you're not, uh, you're not taking resisted damage. You're taking overflow damage, so to speak. Yeah, let me see. You take half of the damage your target would take before calculating armor and resistance. Okay, so I'm taking the full thing, but then Colin gets to apply other armors and resistances. But I don't have any armor. So it's just the resistance. So I'm taking six. I go to one. Ooh. I am going to do my skirmishes now. Uh, I think the only weapon I can do... No, I can use the Unraveler. I could use the Unraveler. I'm going to use the Unraveler. Give him the old Unravel Babble. This one has soft cover against me, though, as well, right? Because the tree's in the yeah, way? Yeah, because the tree's in the way. What does soft cover provide it again? One difficulty. One difficulty. Okay, I'll do my first attack against that one first. Uh, does a 17 hit it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So if it has three or less hit points, it is destroyed. It has five. It's a drone. They all have five, unless otherwise stated. Yeah, that was a, that was a terrible damage roll. Okay, I need to wind something back, and it's not the kind of thing we can actually wind back, so we'll just have to know going forward. Your mech gains the Guardian trait if it doesn't already have it. 
adjacent allies can use your mech as hardcover. In the rules, characters only benefit from hardcover if they are adjacent to whatever they're using for cover and are the same size or smaller. Oh, I'm that, going to yeah. assume that means Colin can't actually use me for hardcover because he's too big. Yes, I am too big. I'm big. Well, that hasn't prevented anyone from hitting him because he's also big in other senses. And then here goes the one attack against the one that does not have um, that does not have soft cover against me. What the fuck? Oh, a, th- a three. It's still reliable too, so it still takes two damage. Yeah, but that's a natural one on the die. That's a natural one on the die. So what the fuck, man? Right for Rooney. All right, and now that you've spent your reactions, the engineer is going to use his actual flak cannon again. Oh, I'm about to suffer damage. <laughs> Colin, I'm going to need you to increase your fucking evasion. I know it doesn't matter right now because that's a crit, but... <laughs> I'm going to need you to stop being such an easy target. Well, the flak cannon targets E-defense anyway. Oh, well... That still hits, but my E-defense is phenomenally better than my evasion, so. But, yeah, natural 20. Yeah. So that is three damage. Okay. Kinetic. How does resistance apply here for odd numbers? The gold, second golden rule is always round up. So I take two damage. We both take two? Yes. Ah. I go to 11. I'm down to 5. You're welcome. Am I taking damage? What's going on? Jean-Luc has kindly decided to take half of all of the damage that uh, that Connor takes. And uh, so, yeah, roll that structure. Uh, it's just a d6 at this point, yeah? Just one d6, and don't forget your d20 for your NHP. Assuming Lucifer's still on board. Lucifer is not still on board. However, I do have custom paint jobs, so I'm going to roll that first. Fair enough. That's a four. Didn't work. So now we roll for structure. That's a three. All right, roll another d6. See if it's a system or a weapon that falls off. That's a six. I believe that's a weapon. Oh, wait, no. Uh, Four through six is a system. So it's either the heat sink or the shield. Hmm, do I get mad at Colin for having me take fucking 13 damage? (laughs) And uh, say, you can take all your own hits from now on. Or, yeah, I'll drop a heatsink. I will continue to allow Colin to fuck around and I will find out in his place. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. I've got a cool thing I'm going to do my next turn. I hope I'm alive to see it. So am I. I really wish, I really wish that the Argonaut shield interacted with armor. <laughs> My armor specifically. Well, regardless, Engineer has finished taking his turn. So it is a PC turn. Do I want to get in position to start firing my real big gun? Or do I want to try taking out those turrets before they become even more of a problem? I am going to move into position to attack all three of those turrets and the engineer on my turn. So you can absolutely feel free to 
pull aggro on the big, the, the, the big, big, big man. Okay. In that case... Remind me, uh, court bonuses are not any kind of action, right? Or is that a protocol? The core bonus that you get from leveling up, that is always on you forever. Okay, yeah. Ghost weave. Uh, so I'm going to lose cover, but I'm going to be invisible, which is like a straight up, you have to roll to even try to hit me thing. So I feel okay with that. And I really need to get far away from these far enough away from these guys that I don't also frag the audience because <laughs> this arena is only like uh, 25 or only 20 feet or it's only 20 spaces wide so I need to move because I want to use my big stupid gun that hurts a lot yeah if you want to end your turn and still be invisible then you can then you don't have to worry about cover at all invisibility <laughs> is your cover yes yeah, standard movement. Five, six. Quick action to boost. Four, five. That should be enough, I think. And if I do anything else, I will not be invisible. So yeah, I can move, hide, or boost. So I guess that's my turn. It is the big guy's turn. Big guy is going to use a protocol. To summon two giant brick walls. Ha. Okay. This is the mobile printer. The barricade prints a size 2 cube in a free and adjacent area. The cube provides hardcover and is a single object with 20 hit points and evasion 5. Hmm. Sonic Colors voice. Cube. Alright, and as a protocol, that means it's free to use both of the actions from last time. So, once again, drag down Jean-Luc and then Graviton Lance against Connor. I haven't moved, you fuck. <laughs> and he likes it that way. I also haven't had a turn since then. Alright. That is the tech attack, 19. God damn it, yes! Why are you responding? Oh, 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 that's because I thought it was against me. Well, something went wrong, and Colin immediately assumed that. <laughs> yeah. No, you're, you're being graviton lanced. I believe you still have hard cover, so that's going to be... Uh, no. He's bigger than me. He can't take cover from me. He gets soft cover from all directions, though, regardless of our size difference. All right, well, ignore the one then, then that's 14 to hit. That's still going to hit. Unless that's against E-Defense. No, Graviton Lance is against yeah. your regular defense. Yeah, it's uh, Two energy damage. But you are also slowed. Okay. Still. Hey, so, um... I just did some Googling. You know what's neat? Armor applies to the overflow damage on Argonaut Shield for me. Yeah, hmm. I, I always assumed that. I don't know why you didn't. So... All these turns, when I've been taking one damage, I should have been taking zero. Yeah. Oops. So I shouldn't have taken structure damage. I should be a lot better off than I actually am right now. I swear I brought this up and you indicated oppositely, which is why my health has continued to tick down this whole time. 
No, I I told you that the uh, the damage from drag down is armor piercing, but nothing about uh, your system not not applying armor to it. And that's a miscommunication. When you asked about armor, I said yes, it does apply. Okay, then I misunderstood you. Well, either way, it's a PC turn. Mm-hmm. And it's the last in the round, and it's mine. Actually, real quick, because it's the end of the round, and I haven't done it yet. Uh, that guy just successfully hit Connor, so House Guard 3, take 2 energy damage, and go prone. All right, let me just check a couple things here. Okay, and... Okay, he's got armor 1. So that'll be 1 damage, I believe. But nothing stopping him from dropping prone, so he'll do that. But that was also on his turn, and much like the other guy, he never actually spent his movement, so he will respin. He will spend his movement to stand back up, because it's still his turn. Four, five, yeah, that's five. I move here. You can pass through friendly mechs, right? Yes. Just can't end in the same spot. I believe so, yeah. Sort of D&D rules for uh, occupancy. Excuse me, pardon me, coming through, walking underneath your giant hand legs. Can't see the baby face, thank God. That's range eight, that's range five. Don't forget to take the damage. Yep, I got a one. Okay. It is energy, if that matters. It doesn't. I only have the ability to gain resistance to heat, and only if I'm in the danger zone. Except I can't anymore because I took a bunch of damage I shouldn't have and my depot heat sink is gone. Anyways, I'm going to attack the middle dude with my Annihilator. I don't believe I have any sources of accuracy, so I'm just firing this weapon straight up. It's fucking five to hit. They do have ten evasion. God fucking damn it. Can I skirmish with the same weapon? I can overcharge to skirmish with the same weapon. Yes, that you can do. You cannot. But if you want to upgrade your skirmish into a barrage, you will need to choose a different weapon pod. I can overcharge to barrage, and one of them could be a weapon I already fired. But you can overcharge to skirmish, and skirmish with a weapon you already fired. So I'll say that I overcharge. That first one was the overcharge. One, and now this is going to be a barrage one way or another. First one is the Annihilator, same target. That's there 22 to hit. There you go. Significantly better. I'll reroll that D3. Honestly, no real need for that. Oh, that's right, because I did two damage to it earlier. Oh, stays as a one. So your minimum damage can kill them. Okay, cool. Um, Annihilator on a hit secondary attack on all targets within burst one so i'll just fire that gun three more times i don't take extra heat for this true we'll say that we'll start with the one that has a person in it and go clockwise so 16 to hit 22 to hit six to hit so the turret on the left is missed and i believe the other two should hit all right the actual mech does not have any armor, so it will take the full damage. Yeah, that's 
5 damage on the turret on the right, 4 damage on the guy up top. Now I am going to fire my second thingo with my assault cannon, because that's the only thing I have in range. Do I want to hit the second turret, or do I want to hit the guy again? Second turret, I would think. You can hit the guy, and I can hit him really hard on the next probably. I'm hearing conflicting arguments. Do I ha Does the second turret have soft cover? I guess, does the only remaining turret have soft cover? From your current position, no. Okay. Fuck it, I'll hit the guy. I can draw a straight line through the hexes that do that go around the uh, the foliage. Doesn't matter, it's fucking three to hit. And I enter the danger zone. Suppose you'll have you won't have to pay for having the luck of the gods last time. And I have yeah. to pay extra for not paying attention. But last NPC is dead, so it is a PC turn immediately. Okay, cool. I'm gonna shoot this dude real good. Protocol. I am going to steady aim. Become immobilized at the start of my turn, but I gain a plus one accuracy on all attacks I make with rifles. And follow up to that. How many protocols can I do? Is there a limit? There is not. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I'm also going to mark him for death. I am also, you know, mobilized, but I already uh, immobilized anyway. Hmm. Uh, I deal bonus damage based on weapon size. That railgun is a that is a heavy, so it deals three d six on ranged critical hits against them. You know, that's bonus. And because I am invisible, as per my uh, talents. Uh, when you start your turn hidden, the first attack roll of any type you make sends your target reeling on a hit. Your target must succeed on a whole save or become slowed, impaired, and unable to take reactions until the end of their next... Fun fact, because of that core bonus, you always start your turn invisible. I do. Weird. <laughs> Can I also say that you chose your position very wisely because there... I know. There are zero bits of tree in in between you and the, uh, the top guy. And I am just... I believe I am well out of range of hitting any of the uh, civilians in the stadium. Uh, what is your line length? 20. 20. 20? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let me just uh, count up the accuracy here. So I get one for free. I get another one from a steady aim. You could hit the big guy from your current position. Oh, could I? But he has cover, right? Yeah, but uh, you would also be damaging the cover. It's a line. I, I marked the. I marked him for death. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, uh, you won't need to reposition in order to continue this activity. And... Plus one accuracy for mission. Did I forget to wipe that, or is that still... I think that's this thing that's still going on. This is still the mission. It's a note on my gun. Yeah. You have an accuracy on your Harrison firearm. That's the real gun. In exchange for getting a kill shot, you can sell to them. Okay, so that's three accuracy. 
I could sacrifice one of those accuracy to zero in. Uh, once around, while setting your aim while making a range attack with a rifle, you can have to hit a weak have to hit a weak point, gain one difficulty on the attack roll, and deal 1d6 bonus damage on a critical hit, which I'm already getting 3d6 bonus damage if I get a critical hit. I think I don't want to do that. I have three accuracy right now, and uh, yeah, I'm just going to fire at him. Well, let's see if you get a critical. Mm, not quite. 17. I can re-roll... Nah, I, I could re-roll that, but I could would have to keep the result. And 17 seems like it's going to hit. It does, but you did roll a 9 on your d20. Hmm. I have 11 chances of getting a better result. You guys think I should re-roll or leave it as just take the hit? Just take the hit, that, in my opinion. So that's, uh... Yeah, that's, that's 8 armor-piercing damage. Alright. guy's got a stack of hit points. Uh, let's see, I take two more heat. Now I am immobile, and this cannot move. I will um, use a quick action to lock on to uh, the same guy. Fair enough. Okay. I think that's everything I can do. All right. Going to be their turn then. And because they use the power deployer, they must now try to recharge their turrets. Oh, wait, hold on. I forgot. They are reeling. They are. They have to make a hull save or become slowed, impaired, and unable to take reactions until the end of their next turn. Hull save. Okay. Do that first. 14. What's your save target? Save target is uh, 10. All right. Okay. Yes. Uh, must try to recharge the turrets. Does not. Could have guessed. For as much as you guys uh, have not been rolling well this particular session, my ability to recharge NPC powers has been miserable throughout this campaign. <laughs> and in any event, the deployed turret that has not been destroyed will take his action now. At the moment, Jean-Luc's mech has stepped forward and is thus the, ver the closest enemy mech. Rolls at a plus one and gets a 20 on the dice. Mm-hmm. For okay. four kinetic damage. Right. Okay, goes down to three and takes me to 10. I take another structure. I'm rolling two D6. Does anything the Gorgon does trigger? This is a new round, but you haven't gone yet. I think I could do a skirmish, so I think I will. So it doesn't affect me. It's more revenge than anything. Okay. I rolled two fives. Pretty good. What happens? Nothing much. Five is a glancing blow. So technically, if that's a hit, it deals half damage. If not, it's always reliable too. So at minimum, it's dealing two damage. Yeah. Defense is still ten. Okay, so two damage. But yes. Uh, the mech is impaired until the end of your next turn. Who, me? Yeah. Oh, I'm immune to impaired. Built different. 
And for his actual turn, the engineer can't deploy a turret. Only has a ton of traits. I'm probably not going to talk a lot for the rest of the session. Just kind of not doing great. Sorry to hear that. I believe he's going to continue to concentrate on the Gorgon with the flat cannon. Flat cannon is E-defense, right? Yes, it is. And that's a four. That's a miss. That is a miserable miss. Dang, that's one away from activating one of my Gorgon's things. Damn it. It has to be a natural one or two. Not that it affects anything else, but he's also going to uh, move the turret up a bit. Without moving up himself. I forgot about my force weapon. I thought had a four accuracy. Easy turn. I'm going to do a full tech action called Wandering Nightmare. Within my sensors range, I generate a blast two zone of distorted time flow. So any character that is within that zone cannot make reactions, and if they start their turn in it, they have to succeed a system save or take two heat and become slowed until the end of my next turn. And it lasts until the scene ends. Or if I do this action again. But that is a full tech attack. That is all I can do this round. I will move here and give Jean-Luc hardcover. My turn is done. Yes, it is. It is the big guy's turn. Big guy does have a positive system score, but rolls a nine, which I believe is underneath your save. Yeah, my save target is four. So, heat two, please. Heat two, and anything else? No, they just can't make reactions while they're in it. Alright, well, let's see here. Mobile printer goes... These are beeped. As always, does not get to recharge. You can't. Someone has worse luck than you. When it comes to recharging, I have the worst luck of all. Yeah, yeah. That was an issue with the uh, D&D campaign, too. I, rem- I recall we fought a dragon, and it only got to get its breath weapon off twice. And only one of those was guaranteed. That dragon had asthma. Well, I don't see any reason why not to, so he's just going to re-up the same stuff he's been doing. Yeah. On the same targets. So let's drag down 12, and then Graviton Lance. Soft cover means... Oh, natural 20. <sighs> that doesn't mean anything for him. Just uh, two energy damage. and is entirely absorbed by the Tokugawa's armor. For me? As well? What? No, the, you're still splitting d- damage. Okay. You still take just one. Okay. I took two off because I think I forgot to take one off last time. So. Hmm. Alright. Final PC turn. Ked is indicating that they wish to destroy one of the, uh, one of the three printed walls. With the Annihilator. Well, two printed walls. One of those is your uh, thing. And you, you are allowed to attack beyond the printed wall. It provides hard cover, but uh, it is still bigger than its hard cover. Uh, they rolled a 20. 
so that's a hit. And they deal max damage to the wall. Mm-hmm. Total of five. With the Annihilator, it does also strike both him and the other wall. Or it has a chance to. Alright, well, as you might imagine, from something that big, a ten is definitely going to hit. <laughs> and this is all armor piercing, which is applicable in this case. And another five to the other wall. Uh, retargeting against the engineer there. But a three to hit. Yeah, that's the exact same roll. Holy shit. Hmm. Natural one again. All right. Turn order flips. It is still the PC's turn. So I'm going to use the last argument of kings. I make a tech attack within sensors and line of sight. On a success, you implant a virus that triggers a minor meltdown in your target's reactor. They immediately take burn equal to their current heat. If this causes your target to overheat, it resolves before they reset their heat cap. I believe it counts as an invade, so you do get to add to heat in the process. Yes. Doesn't eight get through to their systems? Which they? Uh, the big guy. Big guy. Heat defense is nine. Fuck! <sighs> Anything I can do to immediately... You are allowed to use the same tech attack type twice. Yeah, but it's a full it's a full tech option. Hmm. Which sucks. Which guy are you trying to hit? Big guy with a with a tech attack. Hmm. And I I'm I'm off by one. I don't think there's a way to give myself an accuracy. I don't think there's a way I can get an extra one. Fuck. Okay, well that's my entire turn, essentially. Yeah, I don't have anything to get help you, sorry. I guess I could move so that way my uh, vorpal gun is within range of this guy here. Maybe this guy here? Hold on. Four, five. Yeah, and this guy here. Okay, so I'm now in range of both of them with my vorpal weapon, so that's cool. They should attack me at their own risk. Fair enough. Well, let's see if I get a deployable turret again. I only need a four. You don't get it. I knew deploying two turrets at the same time was a mistake. <laughs> I got greedy anyway. Oh, and uh, system check, right? Yes, yes. Target's 14. Hey, I'm not the only one who misses by one. Actually, he has system one. Fuck. <laughs> well, okay, fine. Be that way then. <laughs> Alright. Well, since you've presented yourself, the deployable turret's going to fire on you. Okay. And that's a natural one. On a natural one, I'm excited this because I don't think this has ever triggered before. I have a core system, metastatic paralysis. When an attack roll against the Gorgon lands on a one or two, it automatically misses and the attacker becomes stunned until the end of their next turn. Hmm. Neat. Well, having passed, the engineer is going to uh, step out of that uh, effect radius. Move two forward to avoid getting the soft cover penalty. 
Although you're actually also still getting a soft cover penalty from the Tokugawa, so whatever. They don't stack, so. Am I? Because I thought the Tokugawa doesn't provide soft cover. Tokugawa doesn't provide hard cover. Soft cover, oh. yes. Oh, okay. Soft cover. Okay. And this one does not have... Was that against my E defense? Yes. That's a miss. Hmm. That that penalty dice gave me exactly what I needed, so... Indeed. Thank you, Cat. And all things considered, I think he's going to back up a bit. What? That's the best he can do. So that's that. PC turn. Cat uh, can go ahead and go because, like I said, it said my turn is just going to be reloading. Yes, you have hard cover from me. As long as you are adjacent to me, you have hard cover. It doesn't matter which square adjacent. If you want to leapfrog again, you can do so. I will double check that I believe heat does count as a kind of damage. There's my glossary. Not glossary. Statuses and conditions. Here we are. Exposed. Okay. I was right, and heat does count as a type of damage, but exposed is very specific, and kinetic explosive or energy damage taken by exposed characters is doubled. And so any burn or heat damage is not. Okay, they are protocol overclocking. They're exposed until the end of their next turn. Is it time to get down and dirty? As a quick action, they are spinning up the assault cannon, which I believe gives the assault cannon reliable three. Yeah, pretty good reliable count. Yeah, that's really good reliable. Uh, and as a qu another quick action, they are skirmish skirmishing the assault cannon, I believe, on the engineer that we've been picking on. Yes. You got range to hit any of them, so yeah. Going for the engineer. I believe overclock means that this is going to be energy damage, despite normally dealing kinetic damage. Both frame traits are online. When Tokugawa is exposed, its range and melee attacks deal plus three energy bonus damage on hit. All of its weapons that would deal kinetic or explosive damage instead deal energy. Ranged weapons gain plus five range and melee weapons gain plus one threat. When the Tokugawa is in the danger zone and attacks with a weapon that deals any amount of energy, all bonus damage becomes burn. That being that plus three from the other frame trait. 18. That'll do. Bit of a confusing layout, but that is, yes, for energy damage, plus three burn, and the mech is on fire. <laughs> Nothing more to add, so I guess it's time to reload. Cool. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, it's still NPC turn. Ah. That NPC does need to make a system save, though. And let me just double check here. Plus one. 13. It's a failure, so it takes uh, two heat. Alright, and what else happens? Nothing. Uh, it's two heat, and also they can't make reactions while they're in the zone. Right. These guys only have the normal reaction, so it's nothing too unexpected. Right. I mostly wanted to get the heat up, because uh, when Last Argument of Kings actually fucking works, it's really good. Hmm. Holy gods in heaven. It, it happened. You got your I thing actually back. recharged a thing. <laughs> it's a miracle. It's a one in three chance it had to happen eventually. You'd think. 
<laughs> Probability fucks up some people because they assume that since like, well, let's like take flip, flipping a coin. They assume that because, you know, there's a one in two chance of getting heads that you, if you flip a coin enough, eventually you'll get heads. But no, you can just keep flipping a coin and it's extremely unlikely, but you could flip a coin forever and never get heads. Well, that's because technically heads is slightly heavier than tails. Yeah, no, so people have this, like, weird misconception. that I, I see it a lot where they assume that, like, chance is additive. Like, well, I flipped the coin and I got head, I got tails, so I have, like, a better chance of getting heads next time. And no, that's, that's not how it works at all. No. You have the same chance of getting heads or tails the same t every single time. You know, at like outside of physics and friction and stuff. You know, adding factors in that. Anyway, is it going to be doing the same bullshit that it's been doing? Yes, because that was a protocol and did not actually spend any of his actions. However, he is going to sh change things up a bit. <gasps> that blast of energy assault cannon kind of spooked him and so uh, in the meantime the Gorgon has been steadily creeping in its creepy way closer <laughs> so he's going to uh, swap targets ah. this time I hope because he's targeting my e-defense this means that I can play a Gilbert Gottfried you fool dot wave only well, rolled a 10 you fool <laughs> against your e-defense and Tokugawa has hard cover, so that brings it to an 18. Two damage reduced. I activate Snickersnack. So hard covers a difficulty, right? Two difficulty. You do have a lock on. Wait, could you consume that for a reaction? Different guy. Different oh. guy, and he's dead, I think. And that's a five. Yeah, that's a five. It isn't it. But, like, it, hey, it's... Oh, okay. This guy's evade is six. Oh, fuck me. God damn it. Tonight on Fighting in Harmony, no one has a good time. That's the second time I've missed a somebody, this guy, by one. And his defenses fucking suck. Well, his defenses are all of those giant brick walls he keeps popping up over everywhere. True. Those aren't about to matter, though. With any luck, anyway. Yeah. But uh, in any event, the Graviton Lance does its usual two energy damage. Doubled by exposed to four, but then reduced to three by armor. So I think unless he moves, then the turns should hopefully be done. Oh, no, he's, he's quite happy uh, where he is. Okay. But uh, so Cat is down to seven health. And now it is reloading time. Right. Let's see. I believe that means you also get to clear out your heat. Yep. Also, as protocol, I am ceasing focus, so I'm no longer immobile. Doesn't super matter, but it, you know, just doing that so that I can take reactions if I need to. Fair enough. So, heat is cleared. I'm assuming that Engineer has more than one health bar. Feel free to assume. They challenge that assumption at your earliest available convenience. 
Alright, so that's a full action. Is, is that stabilized? So that's a full action. Yeah. I could move. I think I want to fire off one more shot on the railgun, and then I'll probably start moving in and using my new laser cannon. So I'm just gonna sit here. Alright, uh, do you want to take the first action of the next round? Does anyone mind? Just, I'm gonna hit this, I'm gonna hit engineer. Oh, yeah, then good. you can go for it. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, same thing. You know, mark for death, steady aim. But this time I'm going to remember to use my uh, core siphon. So I also get another plus one accuracy on first attack roll this turn, but receive plus one difficulty on all the other attack rolls to the end of the turn, which is fine because I'm only going to make the one. Will you also spend that lock on? To five accuracy. Do I dare? Do, Do I just want to make this guy not exist? Yes, we want to make this guy not exist. Plus you can spend one to get that bonus damage. So for Mark for Death, yeah. Uh, additional B6 damage. With a... That's like five accuracy. That is five accuracy. Yeah, five accuracy. I'm just going to fire the gun. Hello. Hello. You just hit a 20. Roll that d6 and see if it uh, deals any more damage. And then all of the other critical hit damage stuff. Let's see. Uh, d6. <laughs> Ooh. You did not roll wow. below a fucking four on your accuracy. <laughs> this guy's going to die. I don't care if he has a second health bar. He's gone. So, so yeah, let's tally that up. So far, we're up to 10 damage. 10 armor piercing, by the way. <laughs> uh, so now 3d6. So now that's 17. Don't think you get to roll the bonus dice twice. No. No. Uh, let me double check that. Ranged attack, no. Yeah, so that's 17 armor piercing. And uh, if he's somehow still alive, he is also... Yeah, he has to make... If he's somehow still alive, he has to make a hull save. Oh. And uh, in addition, uh, when you perform a critical hit with a rifle while steadying your aim, your target must pass the hull save, or you may choose an additional... Fa so uh, roll that hull save if he is somehow still uh, alive. Well, I guess we should do this stuff in order. 17 damage. Oh. Huh, that's a one on that hull save. No. No, it's not. That's a one on the system check. Which is worse. <laughs> you just blow up. Wow, this guy's having a bad day now. Just for reference, a one on the structure damage roll is a direct hit. If the mech has only one structure remaining, which it does, it's only a veteran, the mech is destroyed. <laughs> So I imagine, like, going down in my head, how I imagine that he's focused on fighting, you know, the this, the baby-headed giant mech, and um, Mr. Blade's down here, focused on them, and then there's suddenly a hole in their mech, and they have time to think, oh, right, I forgot about that one, and then they explode. <laughs> in the words of a famous uh, potted plant, oh no, not again. <laughs> and uh, take 2B. Okay. 
So just for future reference, because it would have been funny. If they had failed that whole save, not only would they have been slowed and paired and unable to take reactions, I could have chosen between Headshot, they only have line of sight to additional spaces until the end of the next turn, uh, they become immobilized so they're in, until the end of the next turn, or Body Shot, they're knocked prone. That's Leg Shot that's become immobilized. So, yeah, they would have been um, slowed, impaired, unable to take reactions, and only have line of sight to adjacent spaces. So even if that hadn't killed them, they would have just been in just the worst, worst shape. Yeah, and with only four hit points left on the second health bar. And I'm just going to use a quick action to lock on to the last dude. All right. Are you within sensor range? Uh, I have sensor range of 30, so I ought to be. I don't think it's possible for me to be not in sensor range of that guy, unless I'm at the exact opposite end of the map. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, sensor range is 20, sorry. You are at 18. Sensor range is 20, my mistake. I don't know where I got 30. Hmm. If you're talking about grabbing someone and moving, there is a grapple action. Neither character can boost or take reactions for the duration of the grapple, and the smaller character becomes immobilized, but does move when the larger party moves, moving, mirroring their movements. So I can pick them up and move with them? Yes, you are not allowed to boost while you are grappling, but you can move at your full speed. Okay, yeah, I'll do that then, when it's my turn. I just am not going to move into my awful zone of bad vibes. Speaking of which, only one NPC left. Yep. System save, please. Oh, yeah, I'll get that. 15. Well, that does pass. So it does not take any more heat for now. Alright. And he does get his uh, block making back. Look at that, you got it twice in a row. Yeah, I'm amazed. I'm as amazed as you are. <laughs> Yeah, he gets his mobile printer back. 3D prints himself with some new walls. Yeah. And, uh, incidentally, this guy is called a barricade. I wonder why. Can you... <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of the reason why he would be called that. Alright. Well, it does still seem like a good decision to go with the, uh, the targets he uh, swapped to last time. So, uh, drag down first against Tokugawa. Or wait, no. Drag down first against the Gorgon, which is a miss. And then the Graviton Lance against Tokugawa. Hardcover. Which is a terrible miss. Oh, damn. Get owned, nerd. That being said, surrounded as it is by a large bunch of rapidly assembled stone cubes you just can't help but get the impression that that faceless pile of junk is somehow looking at you smugly hey that's cool uh you know what doesn't matter when it comes to getting hardcover i'm going to go and 
I'm going to try and do Last Argument of Kings again. So, um, anything I can do to give myself accuracy before I do this. I don't think there is. So, I just have to hope that, uh... Wait, didn't he have a lock on? I, or did someone he does use have that? a lock on. Yes, thank you. I will... Thank you very much. This is the first PC turn since you applied it. Yep, so... I'm going to, uh... I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Tech attack. 22! Why couldn't I have gotten that last time? Anyway, um, so... Last argument of kings... The dice gods giveth, the dice gods taketh away. First off, he adds two heat. Technically, it's a choice. his choice of either adding two heat or moving in directions of my choice, but I don't think he... I don't think he wants to move, so he's going to add the heat, probably. Yeah, he's got some heat to spare. Some like it hot, but not so hot that they fry. And now... He immediately takes burn equal to his current heat. <laughs> Not down yet. I'm sorry, did you just... You just cast the, uh... Lancer equivalent of vic Vicious Mockery there, or what? <laughs> no, I basically told... Hacked into his systems and told them, Hey, have a meltdown. And so they're melting down now. Alright. That's nice. I got to get that go off. Can the baby face be smug back at him? Yes, I would like the baby face to be but Congratulations, smug back. idiot, you've built a kiln. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what's what's it called when it's the open top uh sort of oven thing? Furnace? No, no, you you like uh you put food food on hooks and put them over the top. There's a fire at the base and they get uh, the heat gets trapped and funneled upwards. I don't know. I want to say blast furnace, but that's not right. Yeah, it's a popular method of cooking in like the Middle East. Either way, that is what I've created. So, I think it's a type of furnace. If it is open at the I'm top, I'm done. I don't. I don't need to move. I don't need to move. I'm. I'm good where I am. Unless, cat, do you want me to move closer, or are you good? As it is. It did fail both of its attacks, so there's no restrictions on either of your movement. True, yes. So I'm going to uh, pick up my friend, and I'm going to move three, four. And that's as far as I can move in a turn, so that's as close as we're getting. Yes, then I will put you down. Well, grapple would be a quick action, so you... There are no other NPCs, so it's just a matter of Cat uh, choosing to move on their turn. Which, like I said, nothing is stopping you at this point. Alright, Cat's moving right up to the wall. Yes, you do. You still have hardcover. Technically, you have also have hardcover from the bricks at this point. <laughs> uh, and you're also not in my fuck you zone, so there's that. The cover does work both ways now that you're up against it. It is just a cube. <laughs> cube. Cube. Taban. Taban? Is that it? What you're thinking? Tenor? Is this what you were thinking of? A tendur. Yes. Okay. I created... He created his own tendur. I didn't even create it for well, him. Well, he's going to be delicious. <laughs> that is true. 
you are now three hexes away. I'm still going to count the hardcover in his uh, defense because you, you've only got so many angles with a giant cube in the way, but uh, any weapons of range three or less or three or higher can reach. Rub this guy down in spice mixture, wrap him in banana leaves, and let him bake for about three hours. And he's going to come out and just be fork tender. Of course, we have to make the oven, we have to make the tandoor. Uh, in this case, the poor schmuck has made his own. So this isn't something you want to do every day, but this is a uh, this is a great recipe for parties. Uh, if you have a large open space, get this guy going, sit around him, drink some beers, just have a wonderful evening with friends. Well, one benefit of overheating instead of taking structure damage is that you start counting your dice from one again because it's a different health bar but yeah your other danger zone buffs will shut off still exposed yep second round of exposed plasma sheath drops no bonus burn still exposed yes one difficulty to attack the dude my dad recently got one of those big green egg grills and i think you can oh, use those, those things tentacle. yeah since it's it's basically just a big ceramic we did a spatched cock chicken on it uh, last weekend uh, that came out just really good just fucking amazing yeah perfectly cooked really lovely smoke flavor throughout uh what what is slowing you because it's not the enemy if that's the case right spin up is still active but if you're not attacking with it this round, you can turn it off at the start of your turn. And then slowed goes away. And if you're done moving, then... Uh, hmm. The uh, hard cover is really coming in handy for this guy again. This, just, just for reference, you missed by two. Yeah, this guy's easy to hit, but uh, the cubes are doing their job. I, I keep forgetting I have fucking leadership dice, but you need to be spent before you do anything. Before you make the roll. Yeah. I mean, Cat's going to attack again, so... No, no, it's it's the re as a reaction at the start of any player's turn. Hmm. Yeah, so it has to be before they do anything. It's fine. I have a gun that does not give a shit about hardcover. Oh, you do? Okay. I was going to say, I can always give it to you. I can always give it to you, but, uh... Hmm. Only one on the overheat. Oh, the one is the bad one. Oh. Oh, I thought it was for the amount of being hot. Okay. Sorry. Although, actually, in this case, for this particular mech, and for being at three stress, yeah, it's just... You are now exposed... And uh, extremely hot and angry. It's not the timed exposed like you get from the Tokugawa frame trait. It does have to be cleared with a stabilized action. But until then, I believe you are down to one heat. So, assault cannon time. Barraging cannon. 12. Hey! That's a hit! 12 hits. Definitely. So that's six damage, and does the bonus damage apply? 
So that's another three burn on top of six burn for nine burn. <laughs> oh, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't qualify as burn because you're not danger zoned. But it's still damage. And this guy was at one hit point, does have armor, and the assault cannon is not armor piercing. So that's a total of eight damage minus one becomes seven damage. 12 minus seven is five. Okay, that's where we're at. Okay, if you still have any movement, I would just, just to be on the safe side, I would get out of the, get out of the way there. All right. Structure damage deletes a system. What does this guy have for systems? If you could kindly move down one, I will make this guy not exist now. Well, after his turn. No, he doesn't get one. He's already he's already taken it. Oh, excellent. He'll get another one, but after the first PC turn of the next round. No, I don't think he will. <laughs> yeah, you can go first. I, I would love to see this happen. I think he's done with the mobile printer, so he will delete that system, but keep shock plating. So, you were saying. Right. So the fun thing about the uh, railgun, as opposed to my old heavy rifle, is um, in addition to doing line damage, I also don't have to reload it every time, just when I get up to high enough heat. So I can actually just fire this thing right away. So, same song, activating all my protocols. Mark for death, steady aim, core siphon, in addition, so five accuracy, and hardcover is... 2d6. Just off the top. But it doesn't care about hardcover, right? It is uh, line damage and armor piercing. So for attack pattern, affects all targets with a straight line, x space is long. A separate attack roll is made for each target. The damage is only rolled and both damage is half, so... If you feel like it, you can also roll, make attack rolls against the cubes. All right. Yeah. Just tell me what order you want to, you're making these rolls in. Hmm. So it's not a difficulty modifier to, like, soft cover, right? It just reduced damage. No, no. Soft cover is one difficulty. Hard cover is two difficulty, and those cancel out your accuracies. Okay. Right. I misunderstood. Thank you. Sorry. So that's still three accuracy. Yeah. Or I know you got up to five last time because you spent a lock on. Yeah, that's right. So I have four. So I'm going to have two accurate. Yeah, it's which is still it's two is still pretty good. Nothing to sneeze at. OK. All right. Let's fire fire a big gun. So you, you will target the main mech and two of those cubes. Just tell me what order you're rolling in. Anything in a straight line between myself and the mech gets hit. So let's go for the mech first. All right. Hello, 25. How are you today? It's great to see you. Damn. Indeed. So that's uh, eight armor piercing damage straight off. Well, you can roll a d6 to see if... Uh if it deals any more, because you only rolled a four on the dice. It could be nine or ten. Okay. 
I mean, if you want to, it's... I think you can be pretty confident in the result of that roll at this point. Not a crit, but we'll take it. I mean, it, it is a crit. Oh, it is. Yeah, you rolled over a 20 on your result. That's a crit in the system. I thought it'd be, it'd be a certain amount on just the natural tool. Oh, no, no. If the result oh, well, is 20 then... or higher, that's a critical hit. Yeah, in, in Lancer, if it's 20 or higher, it's critical. If it's D&D, you have to roll 20 on the dice. But yeah, if that's a ranged critical hit, then he also takes uh, an additional 3d6 as well. Yeah. I think I know how to play this at this point, but no. That's why I'm here. Thank you. You are the wind beneath my wings, even as you help me destroy everything you've created. I am the referee, among other jobs. So yeah, here goes an additional 3d6. That's an additional 11 damage. <laughs> you just did 19 damage on this poor motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I like this gun a lot. <laughs> I like this gun a lot, too. And if he's somehow still alive after that, he is also... Oh, absolutely not. This guy only has 12 hit points per bar. Oh, lovely. Well... So he's dead. Did we just skip an entire bar and completely destroy him? That, that's one and a half bars worth. <laughs> <laughs> and just for funsies, I want to see what happens to, uh, I guess, I guess it would be these two walls. Yeah, both of the cubes on either side will also be getting railed. Not going to make that joke. Incidentally, they don't have heavy cover because they are the heavy cover. So roll all of your accuracy dice this time. Just to see how much vapor they are. Yeah. <laughs> That's another 26. Yeah, hold on. Let me just... Uh... Fuck that wall in particular. <laughs> yeah, uh, the wall has 20 hit points, so that's gone. It's dust. Uh, and the wall behind it. <laughs> and that's a... 20 precisely. 9 damage. So that's uh, 19 damage. So that one's still there. There's like a brick no, left. No. Uh, roll one more d6 because you, you did oh, yeah. base damage. If that's a 6, then you... <laughs> that's a 6. As, as he said, that's a 6. Everything. Everything is dust. I'm never unequipping this gun. I like to imagine that the beam comes out red, and then as it destroys the first wall, it says, Oh yeah! And co complete <laughs> keeps going. That's for walls, not cubes. Launching tactical Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> no, you, you, need to make, you need to make a reference to the obscure horror film The Cube instead. God. Just vaporized. All of it. All of it. Thank you very much for moving out of the way. Connor gets on comms and says, Please remind me never to piss you off. Noted. <laughs> and uh, I gain two heat. So that's a fun trick. I mean, I have to immobilize myself until my next turn to do it, but why is that fun to do? <laughs> mm -hmm. It took a while to build up to that, but boy. I have learned that Ape enjoys playing DPS. I do. I like big numbers. 
I like numbers and I like watching my enemies turn to mist. <laughs> So, with that final blast utterly annihilating the final mech and all of the defenses it had dared to put up against you, the crowd, despite the loss of the home team, cheers at the display of violence and destruction. Well, we lost, but that ruled. <laughs> and emerging from this sort of sensory deprivation pod full of controls. How come he gets a sensory deprivation pod and I don't? Because he's the tech wizard. On a stage overlooking the arena, Heracles Zephseos crawls out, stands to his considerable height. And at least in this moment, seems to be a man of few words because all he really does is look around sort of assessing the reaction of the crowd smiles down at you and says well done we shall destroy our enemies together I'll drink to that and for some reason I still have a mimosa hmm <laughs> I look forward to working with you. I wonder if the mimosa is uh, <laughs> from the island full of spiked drinks. Hmm. Wouldn't be from that bar. <laughs> no, cat. That's one we wanted to keep alive. <laughs> and I will specify that while I will not provide you with a full repair that restores everything, as mentioned earlier, that seems a bit beyond what should happen during the middle of a mission. But uh, in recognition of your proven abilities, Heracles is going to donate support equivalent to two free repair cap points for each of you. Oh, shit. Hell yes, I, I kind of do need to repair. I know I'm not the one who's in the most dire need of repair, but I do need to repair. I didn't take any damage. Oh, look at you. It's almost like having a range of 20 is useful. And on that note... Never not min-max. Thanks everyone for joining, listening, or playing. And I do hope I'll see you all next time.